Hello and welcome to the Rookies F1 podcast. My name is Chloe and I've been a casual fan of Formula One for the past eight seasons. So opposite me is Rachel. And I've been a fan since the start of this season. In this podcast, we'll be having a good old natter about all things Formula One, chatting about all the happenings in F1 and getting confused over the many technical regulations. Disclaimer, our engineering knowledge is extremely limited. I forgot to take a breath then <laughs> before I started that. Oh dear. Oh, how are you? I'm good. I'm back from uni. So love that for That's me. That's good. Yeah. How are you? <laughs> um, I mean, I'm like in a perpetual state of being at uni whilst being back from uni. Because <laughs> I go to uni and live at home, so... <laughs> Um, I'm, you know what, Chloe, I'm tired. That's fair enough. And the race yesterday has just left me feeling a little, a little flat. I think probably like Mick Schumacher's tyre after lap one. Oh, oh no. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> the race yesterday wasn't, wasn't one of the best, especially it if occurred. you're a massive Valtteri fan. Yeah. Um, well, it was all right up to a certain point, like the weekend. And then it just... I, I, wish, I was bored, Chloe. Chloe, but this is why it's good that I got into F1 this season. Because I was just bored. So, yeah. <laughs> we'll do our best. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've ah. been um, delaying, delaying the start of this because... <laughs> <laughs> I just can't be arsed. <laughs> <laughs> I bet if anyone's listening okay. to this, they're going to be switching off now. They're like, these, these Don't guys. Don't switch off. Don't switch off. We are an extremely exciting podcast listened to by millions. In fact, bigger than F1 itself. So we don't even, we don't even work. This is our job full time. This <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> oh, someone pay us to do this, please. That would be, that would be incredible. Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> <sighs> That's when you know you've made it. <laughs> okay. Right. Let's put ourselves back to Friday. Do we have to? Yes, we do. Let's go. <laughs> back to, back to Friday. Okay. Free practice one. I want to say we're at half five British time. So what happened in free practice one? Oh, there was a fun little uh, mishap. So Charles came round near the end of his lap, bumped into the wall, bumped the back of his car into the wall, and then he he got he, he was fine. I think he might have gone into the pits just for precaution precautionary checks, but he was fine. But then, like a minute later, Checo did the exact same thing. Except it left half of his rear wing missing. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Not great. There was a good there was one of those camera shots, you know where the cameraman's obviously focusing on something else and then they go, Oh geez, something's happened over there. They had one of those. <laughs> They're my favourite kind of camera shots. <laughs> they are. They're almost a bit like the office or something, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Just like that sort of style. And then it took Red Bull, 26 minutes to repair Sergio Perez's car, which was not what he would have wanted, being in Mexico, his country. Oh dear. Then, sorry, I've just got distracted then. Oh, nearly dropped my phone as well. I've got one of those, um, you know when you get those message requests on, on Instagram, where they're like, hey girly, uh, we at... What what's like a fake name? We at uh, Big Gym Clothing Apparel love the look for you and want to work with you. Send us a DM here, and it's from some like bot account. You know those kind of message requests. Just got one of them. They just annoy me. They are annoying, aren't they? They are. Cause I'm like you don't you you don't care about me. <laughs> you haven't looked at me and thought. Take one look at me, and I'm not the person you want to be modelling gym apparel. Is one I got one um I got one the other week, which was like sort of like dark sort of e girl 
kind of vibes. And I was like, you have not taken one look at me. I was like, as much as I like the aesthetic, it's very different to mine. <laughs> All of my fun ones come from Facebook. Oh. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had any on Facebook. Um, I had one guy message from Morocco. Oh. Going, hello, I hope we can have an event and get to know each other better. Is this good for you? <laughs> yes, let's have an event. Yes, let's have an event in Morocco. <laughs> <laughs> in Morocco, which is very close to where I am right now. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, anyway, back to Anyway, the race. free practice. <laughs> Not the race, free practice. Uh, we found out during free practice one that Lunch Stroll and Yuki Tsunoda we're getting engine penalties, which will put them at the back of the grid. Yep, that was one more Mercedes engine and a Honda engine. But I believe... Has Yuki had an engine penalty yet? I uh, I don't think so. But I think Pierre and obviously the Red Bull guys have. So nothing too surprising there. Um, and it ended up with the top three being Valtteri Bottas, Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen. Those three again. <laughs> How Free dear. practice number two. George Russell and Daniel Ricciardo had gearbox issues, which put them out of the session. <laughs> like, they started the session, then they had gearbox issues. So It's getting to that, that point in the season where everything's breaking. Everything's breaking. Seb accidentally pulled into the wrong pit box and then said that he was distracted by the beauty of one of Aston Martin's team members. And then I think you referenced that again at the end of the race. <laughs> How? So he was distracted by a member of his team and yet he still well, failed I think it was to a... pull into the right box. I was assuming that it was a joke oh. because he pulled into the wrong box. Like, I don't think that he was actually went, oh my God, you are beautiful. Wait, so... And pulled into the wrong box. He was attracted to a member of his team so didn't <laughs> want to pull into that box because he was too insecure <laughs> am Maybe i deep in this he just too wasn't much? thinking no i think he was just thinking about how beautiful he was so he wasn't paying attention but it was all just a joke oh so it didn't really matter that much <laughs> <laughs> and then we had charles leclerc talked a bit like on the radio said something about problems with the engine and i was like oh Whoa, new Ferrari engine, has it got some problems? But, you know, nothing really came of that. So, great. Uh, <laughs> Verbotham, Verstappen, Bottas, Hamilton, top three, them three again, always them three. Well, it's not always them three, because it's not them three for the next free practice. Between free practice two and free practice three, between Friday and Saturday, George Russell got a five-place grid penalty. Because he had to get a new gearbox. Because they'd had gearbox issues with the first gearbox he was practicing with. So they switched it to the race gearbox. Which then he had issues with. So they had to switch to a new one. Which oh meant dear. he had a penalty. And then Lando also got announced as having a new engine. Which was not really surprising. No surprise there. And that means that all of the Mercedes engine customers have had new engines. I believe. Free practice three. Esteban Ocon got announced as having an engine penalty. <laughs> Renault engine this time. <laughs> and then at one point, uh, Valtteri Bottas quoted Yuki saying that it was like traffic paradise out there. Which was a nice little... I, ju I don't know. I just enjoyed it. <laughs> Do you think that was intentional? Well, I've never heard anyone else use the term traffic paradise. <laughs> I don't know, I'd like to think it was intentional. <laughs> I, I hope it was intentional. That'd be quite cute. I like, I mean, interesting pairing. Valtteri and Yuki. Yeah, it's a pair you Valky. wouldn't necessarily put together. Uteri. Uteri. Sounds too much like uterus. Yeah. Sutas. Botnoda. <laughs> Botoda. <laughs> Botoda. Bot odor. Snot ass. <laughs> Snot ass. 
for sticking with snotos. <laughs> oh dear. Um, yeah, Valtteri quoted Yuki, and then we had a top three of it's not Bottas for Stappen and Hamilton this time. It's Perez for Stappen and Hamilton. <laughs> Love that for Perez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was free practice. Um, any questions? <laughs> No, we shall move on. <laughs> Let's move on then. Quali comes around. Q1. Lunch stroll. On a roll. Into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of his lap, he went into the wall. <laughs> oh dear. And there was a red flag. And it was quite... You know what? It's been a while since we've had a red flag. I did see it and I went, oof. It Ooh, has been a while, actually. Um, when was the last one? Yeah. Um, will it have been Monza? Was there a red flag in the one? Because the one a red flag in Sochi. I don't think. Was the one in Monza? Chloe, what happened in Monza? You know my memory's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> you need to trigger um, something. Give me a trigger word. Head. I will, I will, and anyone listening to this will know what I'm doing with my hands because it was like the biggest thing in Monza. (gasps) (laughs) Chloe, how did you forget? Christ. I'm embarrassed. I'm ashamed of myself. (sighs) I was signalling Lewis and Max's cars with my hands. Yeah, so there's that red flag in Monza. I remember all of these things. But I can't... But not the race. The race, the name of it, I just can't connect it. I think part of my thing is is playing F1 2021, I went around that chicane so many times. Well, didn't go around that chicane so many times, probably the better way of putting it. Um, That it's just that that location is ingrained into my memory. So, okay. So, I I think that was the last red flag. Because even though Sochi rained at the end, I don't think there was a red flag. Unless there was one during Quali, but I don't think so. I uh, don't think there was one during Turkey. Turkey, even though it was damp, sort of just happened. Um, and then USGP, not much happened there. And now we're in Mexico. And not yeah. a lot happened here. And, uh, so yeah, red flag at the end of the lap. The Red Bulls, interesting to note, the Red Bulls were were on flying laps when the red flag came out the Mercedes were only just on their outlap so the Red Bulls did sort of lose a set of tyres almost uh. to the Mercedes Red Bulls we could see they were having rear wing issues because they were frantically like scrubbing and taping and all that on the rear wings apparently it was just precautionary work we found out since that between free practice 3 and qualifying they actually swapped Max and Checo's rear wings because Max was having issues with his so they swapped them round which to be fair it seems a bit bad but then when you remember that Checo wrecked a rear wing earlier in the weekend yeah I mean when that was when that was announced it triggered a lot of people on Twitter to immediately jump down Red Bull's throat but when you think back, I mean, it sucks for Checo, but he did damage his, so... He did damage his, and there is a cost cap. And that's really... We're getting to the end of the season, lads. Money will be at the forefront of their minds and what they have left and what materials they have. It's going to be an interesting one. Um, what happened as well... Williams apparently had to switch George's engine, but not to, like, a new engine, just to a different... One that they already had in the pool. Williams are really um, struggling in this latter part of the season. They are. They are. Yeah. <laughs> Willie, Williams gonna Williams. Yeah. <laughs> Kimmy was to be investigated because of an incident in the pit lane, which was basically that um, he went, when it was a red flag, he like crossed over into the pit lane without having gone through. Things so he sort of crossed over the line and then he came back out. 
Oh. Which I don't know if it was because he was like, I don't want to get penalised for going into it from there, so I'm just going to come back out. But I don't know. It was interesting as well because Kimmy did get reprimanded earlier in the weekend. From I think Lewis, Kimmy, and uh, Nikita got penalised for not going around like the bollards and stuff, like the proper ways around when you go off track in free practices. They were saying that. Um you know, considering how many years Kimmy's been in the sport, <laughs> doesn't mean he's perfect. <laughs> Bless him. You know what? He's just like, eh, I'm out in a, I'm out in a couple months. <laughs> I completely... Do what I want, fam. It doesn't really feel real that he's leaving. No. Like, there's four races left He's not him. gone yet. <laughs> he's not gone yet. Oh, there's an interesting bit of discourse between Mazepin and his engineer. Oh, God. Isn't there always? What happened this time? So, basically, Mick was in front of Mazepin. They're on the outlaps. And Mazepin was like to his engineer, he's going too slow. Can I go in front of him? And his engineer was like, no. And then Mazepin goes, are you having a laugh? <laughs> this dude, to be fair, this dude sounds more English than Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> are you having a laugh? <laughs> he really does and then his his engineer says something it, no it wasn't even his engineer that replied they were saying it was like the, the step up I can't remember who it is but I know that if they stepped up again it would be Gunter who said no we're not having a laugh oh dear this 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 dude <laughs> I was going to say I was going to say this dude he sounds like he owns the team but he kind of does <laughs> Yeah, he does. He kind of does. Um, <laughs> there was a pit lane incident with the Williams that was to be investigated after qualifying. Uh, nothing came of that one, much like with Kimmy's. Because basically what had happened... So you know how the Williams uh, garages are like at the end of the pit lane? So the nearest to the exit. Yeah. So you had like four cars queued up. I know both the houses were in it at the exit. And the Williams came in to go through. And they kind of filtered in rather than go at the back of the queue. And that was what was investigated. Um, but I think it was the uh, stewards in the FIA were like, well, they are at the end of the pit lane. It's not like they can reverse back and go in there. Like, So, yeah, it was all fine. It was all fine. <laughs> it's fun. There was like a Latifi interview afterwards and he was so chill about it. <laughs> Uh, there was I'm no doubt in his mind that he wasn't getting penalised. That Speaking of Latifi, it reminds me of a clip that I haven't watched, but I've seen all over Twitter of Latifi just... Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that one. No. <laughs> Latifi creasing because George is trying to hit a piñata or something. I haven't yeah, seen the clip. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because George is trying to hit the pinata, but then he's just not doing it properly because he's just grabbing a hold of it and that's bashing cheating. it. <laughs> it is cheating. That's what that's what King Latifi's saying, and what King Latifi says is law because he's the king. And talking of Williams, we've got their signatures now. Yeah, we have their signatures now. Beautiful. We are blessed. Truly, I haven't checked mine since coming home. Do they look hand signed? Yeah. We'll have to compare to make sure, but uh, I'm pretty sure because my my King my Latifi signature looks a bit faded at like parts of it, whereas my George one doesn't. Do you know what? If I was to have anyone's signatures, I mean, I'd like Lando's and the McLaren lads, but I am well chuffed with King Latifi's signature. If I don't get another one now, I'll be happy. I'll be happy. I feel exactly. accomplished. Exactly. Also, yeah, when did one. we sign off for these? It was was it March or April time? April or May or June, something like that. And it's and the November. Fact that the Haz <laughs> and Williams came in like in the, the same, same week. week. <laughs> Mad. Uh, so at the end of Q one, uh, Alonso, Latifi, Schumacher, Mazepin, and Stroll were out, and the top three fastest at that point was Bottas, Leclerc, Verstappen. Because there was a lot of track evolution at the end at least that's you know saw it on my ah well Valtteri's only at the top because of the track evolution of course that's 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 why 
Little did I know. At <laughs> <laughs> uh, Q2, there was a little yellow flag triggered by Antonio Giovinazzi. Apart from that, all good. Out, we had Vettel, Raikkonen, Russell, Giovinazzi and Ocon. Both Alfa Romeos into Q2. It's quite impressive. Um, they looked quite fast at this uh, at this track. It's a shame that the team is a bit rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> um, fastest, I thought this was interesting. Fastest in Q2 was Hamilton, Verstappen and Sonoda. Yuki Sonoda was third fastest in Q2. Wouldn't it be great if he didn't have an engine penalty? <laughs> Bless him. And actually got to race. But he did go through he did go through on soft tires. Which weren't great because they there I think what was important for Alfatari was that Pierre would get the toe in Q three. I think maybe because Yuki was at the back anyway, they were like, right whatever, doesn't matter, soft tyres. Because Lando, on the other hand, qu- went into Q3 and he was getting the engine penalty, but he qualified on medium tyres. So he was obviously thinking, and McLaren were obviously thinking, that he would race and try and get into the points and such. Q3. Uh, my no- Not many notes. Just uh, first note is, come on, Merck. Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Because I wanted them to do decent because Mexico is a typically Red Bull track and continues to be and then Valtteri Bottas puts in on his first flying lap in Q3 puts in something like a 115.8 he got into the 15s (laughs) no one else got into the 15s (laughs) it was it was mad I was just like jaw on the floor like that's a bloody good lap so after the first sort of set of flying laps, we have Valtteri at the top, then Lewis, then Max and Checo, etc, etc. So the second flying laps, Valtteri doesn't improve on his. I don't think Lewis improved on his, at least not in grid position. And then Max and Checo were going round. And mine, they were slower than Valtteri. I'm not sure. They might have been able to get through Lewis. And then uh, something occurred. So, they're doing their flying laps, and you know the really fast section at Mexico? They get to that, and Yuki's there. And Yuki gets out of the way, he goes off the track to get out of the way. So, rather than turning right, he goes off. Sergio Perez then goes off, and Max Verstappen lifts as he comes round and goes on the radio, at least what we caught, such a dumb idiot. That's what he says on the radio. Now, time to dissect with the information we know. <laughs> Red Bull come out of this incident and blame Yuki completely. Because they say that Yuki went off and that distracted Checo, you know, the dust, everything, distracted Checo. And then Max, he said that he thought it would be yellow flags because he saw two cars off. So he... So he lifted as a precaution, but then it wasn't yellow flags. And Christian Horner says that they had been synoded. If you look at what happened, Yuki didn't get told until Checo was quite quite close that Checo was coming up behind him. So realistically, when anyone says, well, he should have kept going and then let them pass on the straight, he didn't really have enough time to do that. He got out of the way as best as possible really by going literally off the track and surely in my eyes it's Sergio Perez's fault if he got distracted I don't and Max Verstappen's fault if he decided to lift without seeing yellow flags I don't think Yuki did anything wrong there at all no I don't think it was his fault and luckily quite a lot of people didn't think so either including Mercedes <laughs> who on Twitter sent some encouraging words to Yuki and were liking a number of tweets about saying Red Bull shouldn't have said that about Yuki. Franz Tost came out and said that Yuki wasn't at fault. Yesterday, Helmut Marko said that Yuki wasn't at fault, which blew my mind a bit. Yeah. Did you see how later on from that, Christian said that 
his Aww. comments were blown up because of social media. You literally said that they got synoded. People are saying that you saying that, you giving Yuki that stereotype, because he's essentially saying they got synoded. So that he's saying, oh, basically insinuates that Yuki does this sort of thing a lot. Of course it's going to attract hate to Yuki. You're placing the blame of your team not getting a front row lockout at a grid, a grid, at a track they should excel at. Firmly on a rookie who did nothing wrong. I think Red Bull, they looked at the F1 Global Fan Survey and they saw that they were the second favourite team among fans and they thought, we're way too popular. <laughs> Time to change that. I don't know, I just think, you know, to Christian it might just seem like an off comment. It can be really but he's damaging. he's got to realise, yeah, what kind of hate that incites. The fact that it puts all the blame. He he puts all the blame onto Yuki. He doesn't say, oh, well, Checo shouldn't got distracted. Max shouldn't have lifted. Like, he goes, yeah, they got synoded. Yuki didn't make any contact with anyone. Which I think is why Max said dumb idiot. Because he thought that Yuki had... Because I think his engineer said, I might be wrong, said that he'd had an incident. He said, oh, I think he's had an incident with Checo. So Max goes, dumb idiot. Probably thinking that Yuki's bumped into Checo or something like that. Just, uh, I don't know. I feel like, I don't even know if I'm making sense at this point, just because it's frustrated me. It's hard to get my words out. (laughs) (sighs) Ah! But anyway, we love and support Yuki Tsunoda on this podcast. Like, almost all drivers on the grid. I mean, Max and Checo, still, we will give them love and support. But Christian Horner, back round the corner, please. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Get back to you. Christian Horner in the naughty corner. I've just realised if either one of us get hired by Red Bull in the future and they find out about this podcast, we are so getting sacked. We are so getting sacked. To be sacked. fair, if we ever get to the point, though, where we get hired by Red Bull, I think we've done pretty well. I thought you were going to say we delete all of our history. <laughs> <laughs> we wipe it all away. <laughs> We wipe it. No more rookies. If this podcast ever goes, you know why. <laughs> We've sold out. <laughs> Thanos it. It's just whoever's whoever gets hired, the other one just goes, Who's who's Chloe? Who's Chloe? She doesn't exist. <laughs> the rookie's always just been me. I only keep I only keep the hungry episode and the USGP episode where you're not here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that was the bad stuff. But I think it's important to note that neither Checo or Max were on pace to beat Valtteri's time. They could have beat Lewis's potentially, but I don't think Valtteri's. But yeah, let's ignore the bad stuff because I was very excited Choo-choo, Valtteri Bottas on pole in Mexico, Lewis Hamilton, P2. It's the first front row lockout of the season. And you may be saying to me, Rachel, Mercedes qualified P1, P2 at Hungary. And I would say to you, ah, but didn't Valtteri Bottas have a grid penalty? Because he's spun in the pit lane. So, yes, I believe it's the first front row lockout of the season. I might be wrong. Sorry, I just heard the front door open and close i hope that's my mum <laughs> you have an intruder well, you know what podcast is more important anyway you might spice up this episode a bit more i'll get if the burglar comes in i'll get their opinion on the uh, on the mexico city gp <laughs> not to burst the bubble but what if this is valtteri bottas's last ever formula one pole yeah, but what if it's the start of a streak? What, is he's going to get polled for the rest of the season? <laughs> yeah. Anything could happen. Hey, ever, since, could happen. ever since he's got that multi-year contract with Alfa Romeo, his performance has just skyrocketed. Scri- sc- 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 oh, oh, have you got it? 
skyrocketed. <laughs> well done. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's been maybe one or two off moments, as we will get to. Through no but fault of generally, his own. <laughs> he's done very well, okay? So, Valtteri Bottas, on pole, Lewis Hamilton, P2, at Mexico. Amazing. I thought this is going to be quite the race. Mercedes at the front, Red Bulls right behind them. This is going to be good. My expectations were way too high. (laughs) Here's a thought. I don't believe this would have been the case. But could it have been a possibility that Red Bull purposely didn't want to get pole? I don't think think so i mean i don't think so because i don't think that i don't think they would have expected mercedes to be so quick and like for because valtteri's lap was mega but did i don't think they would have expected it but i think that they it was the better position to be in the slipstream was the slipstream yeah incredible so the top 10 then in qualifying was as follows Bottas, Hamilton, Verstappen, Perez, Gasly, Sainz, Ricardo, Leclerc, Sonoda, Norris. I shouldn't leave my phone with my notes on so far away <laughs> when I literally went to the opticians this week and they said I need new glasses. Oh dear. Uh, Sounds oh. expensive. Yeah, they weren't cheap, I tell you that. You have to pay money for that stuff now. I had to pay money for my eye test. So, starting grid when you put into if when you put the uh what are they called penalties into it <laughs> was Bottas, Hamilton, Verstappen, Perez, Gasly, Sainz, Ricardo, Leclerc, Vettel, Raikkonen, Giovinazzi, Alonso, Latifi, Schumacher, Mazepin, Russell, Sonoda, Norris, Ocon, and Stroll. And all the hope in the world was there that the Mexican GP would actually be exciting, and not what we thought it would be, which was. Red Bull domination. And then the day came around. Race day. And the race started. Before before we get into it, I think I just want to mention, remember USGP, we had the incident on the gridwalk with... Um, incident. Incident. With Martin an Brundle and Megan yes. the Stallion's... The, the Stallion. Stallion. Draco uh, Malfoy lookalike entourage man. Ah, he shouldn't flatter himself. Because she was down for that interview, by the way. She was down oh, for yeah. it. Oh yeah. Megan the Stallion was was seemingly happy to be interviewed. Haven't they changed the rules now where they've said, Look, celebrities, you are more than welcome on the grid. However, your bodyguards are not allowed with you. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. Did you not? I, I didn't hear of that, but... So, uh, I'm pretty sure cool. if Martin Brundle <laughs> Brundl goes up to someone... Brundle. Brundle. They've, if, if they've been invited, they've got to kind of expect to answer him and be interviewed and stuff. Which is nice to see, because it does frustrate me sometimes when you get a celebrity there who clearly doesn't really care about the sport, but then has all of this access and privilege. And, you know, a fan would kill for that position. Oh, my gosh. I would kill. Who do I need to kill? No, I shouldn't say this. (laughs) No. (laughs) This goes out to the public. (laughs) So, yeah. You Um, know what? Why don't we just stop here and just... Leave it at the excitement. And that's it for this. <laughs> the qualifying. That's it. What's the news for this week? Oh, God, we're going to have to do it. Right. The lights go out. It's lap one. As expected, lap one was a big fat mess. <sighs> Max, incredible, incredibly late breaking at going into and can turn I just one. Say, look, I love my guy, Valtteri Bottas. You're a great big fan. Not the best position at the start. You just, you know, I'm curious. I feel like there was something going on because I don't think Valtteri Bottas is stupid. And I want to know what he was trying to do there because anyone suggesting that he was purposely trying to hinder Lewis, I think that's silly because 
my dude's probably getting a big fat paycheck if they win the constructors big fat bonus and I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a bonus if a Mercedes driver wins the driver's championship as well so I'm curious at what he was trying to do at that start when he moved over to the right it is interesting I'm not smart enough to give it an educated guess but you know I suspect there was something going on so (laughs) lap one uh lots of contact I've got some notes but I think I may have missed something so if I have feel free to jump in where do I even start Bottas is hit by Daniel Um, locked up and just went dink dink Uh, my question to you Chloe Yeah. should this have been investigated by the stewards and should it have been penalised? Second question. Well, I think should have been investigated, yes. Penalised, no. However, when you look back at other races where people have been mm-hmm. investigated and penalised, mm-hmm. like if you're going to do that in some races, do it in all. Like yeah. it's not fair in some races to call a lap one incident just an incident and not even investigate it but then in other races there's an incident on lap one and that's penalized it just Mm. doesn't make sense you think specifically back to turkish gp and pierre for example getting a five second penalty for something that was a racing incident in my opinion and then you look at this and you go right danny rick if 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 no one was there and Daniel Ricciardo took the same line. Would he have made that corner? No. <laughs> I don't think so. And now I do think that some um, disregard, I guess, has to be given for lap one instance, especially at turn one. But I think as a matter of consistency, if Pierre's dink was a five-second penalty at Turkey, this was a ten-second penalty. If we're being consistent. And when you think about the implications that that has as well, and I don't think any penalty should be decided on, um, you know, who's involved and what implications it has on the championship. But just now thinking that if the FIA had been consistent, that would have meant that Valtteri wouldn't have been stuck behind Daniel Ricciardo for the rest of the race, who was defending for his life. <laughs> um, and, it, you know, in terms of the championship, it's just... I don't know. It's just CFIA. You know what? There's no hate to Danny Rick or anything. These things happen. The FIA... I'm looking at you. I'm going to catch these hands in the parking lot. It's just so frustrating. <laughs> so I'm so excited about this race. <laughs> so that meant Daniel got a broken wing... Uh, so he pitted, pitted because of that. We had uh, Mick... Sh- pitted as well, didn't he? Yeah. We had Mick yeah. Mick Schumacher who retired the car. Oh, he believed he could fly. <laughs> we had Yuki as well. Bless him. He did too. <laughs> it was all a the bit of a mess. The knock-on just went... Whoop, and they went... Ding! <laughs> on his outsides. Do you know, you didn't, I didn't actually realise how much they flew <laughs> until yeah. after the race when I was looking at the pictures from it and they're like, whoa, those wheels oh, were yeah, in the air. I didn't realise that that was how they had a problem. It just, yeah, just a lot happened in a very short space of time. <laughs> but then really, that was all... That's not all that happened, but you know what I mean. <laughs> that was it. I'm really. so critical of this race. I just felt so flat during this race. I really didn't care. I think it's because I went in with such excitement. Because I was like, we're gonna have both the Mercedes, both the Red Bulls up there. Like I know the Red Bulls will probably be faster on race pace and such, but I'm so excited to see what strategies these teams can pull off. And then Bottas gets put at the back, and it's like, oh, ah, oh, the Red Bulls are just gonna. <laughs> 
I mean, at least Lewis did well enough to stop it from being like Red Bull. <laughs> but it was still pretty Red Bull. Anyway, anyway. sorry. <laughs> After that mess on lap one, that brought out the safety car. Uh, which stayed out for five laps. When the w- race was restarted, I can't say the restart was particularly exciting. Nothing happened. <laughs> 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 Lap eight, we had Lewis come onto the radio. We've just... He's quick. <laughs> um, yeah. Which was true. That was which true. Which is true. Fact. Fact. Um, Fact. <laughs> as George Russell would say. And then, you know, really from the get-go, overheating and cooling was a major issue from the get-go. So we were like, okay, we've got 71 laps of this. Fun! (laughs) (laughs) Rachel's yawning. This is is exciting stuff. (laughs) Lap 14, we had Hamilton quoting on the radio tires dropping off massively was this when Checo came on the radio not long not not I don't know if this was at this okay yeah no it was you know it was because two laps later Perez (laughs) tires keep getting better (laughs) iconic iconic behavior icon behavior you know what Checo big up the guy you know what we're focusing on him we're going to be happy about Sergio Perez this race yeah, let, let's, let's switch the tone. I'm ecstatic. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sergio Perez, tyre wizard. I've said it before, I'll say it again. He's a wizard of tyres. You're a wizard, Checo. My notes are so boring. <laughs> some overtakes. There was some, yeah. Um, Not many. <laughs> um, Daniel and Valtteri were battling it out for like, by lap 24, I've got... 13 or something. By lap 24, I mean, really it was earlier than this, but at this stage I was like, okay, Max is so far out in front now. This is a race between Checo and Lewis. Um, oh, and it's, you know what? It's just boring when someone in the lead isn't racing. No. It's <laughs> boring. Like the USGP... Um, I enjoyed it because we had it was good racing, good strategy, good racing. This was just like there was at no point did we question Max's lead. No. I think this is the first race this season you fully admitted you found it a bit boring. It is. Because I didn't, you know, Spain, Portugal, those ones, didn't find them boring, quite enjoyed them. Um, Imola. I mean, I know Max was in front in Imola. But you know, because I was racing and Lewis and Lando behind and all that, it was it was good fun. But this one just didn't care for it. Lap thirty, we had Hamilton come in for a pit, two point four seconds, quick stop. However, he came out P five behind Charles, which could have been exciting yeah. if Charles didn't <laughs> then immediately pit. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> we got a taste. Um, lap 34, Max Pitt, 2.2, very quick from the Red Bull guys again. I was willing on them to have a bad stop. And, you know, I've got no problem with Max winning because at the end of the day, Mexico is a Red Bull track. And as much as I want a tight race at the end, I expect that Mercedes will hopefully do better in the coming races. But I just don't want it to be a 16 second win. However, on a cheerier note, um, yes. at the end of lap 35, Checo has become the first ever Mexican driver to lead a rap- lap of a race in Mexico. Big up the lad. I'm I'm excited for him. I'm get I'm trying to I'm trying to bring some energy. Well, someone's got to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying my best. <laughs> Shout out to the fans there though. Incredible. Oh. So Great good. Great fans. We should go to the Mexico GP. Let's just let's just follow all the teams round. Let's just Yeah. You know, we're made Cling of money. to the bottom of their vans. <laughs> oh, just dear. turn up to all the all the headquarters and go, 
Hi, would you like advertising on a wildly successful podcast? Red Bull would probably kick us out. They've probably got wanted posters <laughs> of us too. They're like, if these people come anywhere near this property, do not let them in. <laughs> As we're stood at the window. You know when you make faces on the window and you just like smush your face up beers on the windows like <laughs> <laughs> oh dear and sorry to rain on your parade because lap 42 it's okay Bottas comes in for a pit stop <laughs> it, it's at this point you go surely it can't get any worse for this guy but it does <laughs> it's 12 is. second stop you know what can we as well because this happened earlier and you know I wouldn't have expected you to put it in your notes at the time. Antonio Giovinazzi. Before his first pit stop, I swear I've seen that he was going faster than Daniel and Valtteri. Probably. So it would have made sense to leave him out. But Alfa Romeo, bring him in, and he comes out behind those two, which then ruins his tyres because of the dirt. Yeah. Alfa Romeo, man, they're really... It is, as a Valtteri fan, they're scaring me. Because Alfa... Alfa Romeo should have more points by now. And it's not the drivers that are messing it up. It's the team. It's the team. Hopefully. And it scares me. Bottas will go into the team. Good enough. With a a greater leadership role and be able to make these decisions with the team. I don't know just but i just feel so bad for antonio man like he came out of this race saying that you know normally he's positive and he doesn't think the team's trying to do anything to do him in but he said that this time he thought they might have and i wouldn't be surprised because that strategy has just been shocking poor guy poor guy pod squad member antonio giovanazzi Sending our well wishes. Anyway, what else happened? <laughs> we had some Ferrari team orders on lap 55. I mean, fair enough if Carlos think, thought he had a chance of catching Pierre. Pierre. Uh, he didn't. I mean, he made a bit of and progress. They, swap, they swapped back around. They did, later they did on, swap they? back, yeah. Um, so, you know, could have been spicy there, but nothing. Checo actually caught up to Lewis. Much quicker than most anticipated. And, you know, at several points he was within DRS and he did get quite close. However, he did then back off a bit. Yeah, he backed off because I think he was backing off for the 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 last lap to recharge the battery. Yeah, and there was a few, there was a bit of traffic from the lap cars and everything. So that. And it was like, oh, last lap might be exciting. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. Wasn't. He didn't catch up. Um, interestingly, though, he didn't even get close enough to really make a move. So they pitted Bottas for a fourth time. <laughs> yeah, they pitted him for. A, they pitted him for a third time to put soft tires on the fastest lap, didn't they? Yeah. And then Max, sort of. I think Max might have been a bit bored, honestly, and obviously he doesn't want them to get fastest lap because he had it at this point. But also, like, imagine you're just cruising round. You're not at to race anyone since lap one, essentially. Just cruising round. He probably thought, yeah, actually, I'll be a bit annoying. Get in the way. Uh, so, Bottas had his fastest lap attempt ruined. So he had to go in for another pit stop. And, like, if Valtteri was in the points at this point, like, let's say he'd pitted because there was enough time between him and the next person for him not to lose a place. I would be like, yes, good, smart by Max. But, like, it didn't matter if Valtteri had to do another pit stop. Because he wasn't in the points anyway. He was just trying to make sure Red Bull didn't get that point, which was important. Because it did mean that Mercedes retained the Constructors' Championship lead. Exactly. (laughs) By one point. (laughs) It's very tight. Anything Um, else happen? Not that I've noted. Yeah. Max won. Surprise. Um, Lewis came second. I mean, that was, you know, that was fairly surprising. Yeah. You know, Lewis did a very good job. It's quite important to note that 
it's quite it's really quite impressive that he got second here. Yeah. Um and this, you know, this could be another one of those moments we look back at the championship and think, Wow, Lewis holding off Checo was huge. But there's so many of those points now in the championship. Uh, Checo got third, first Mexican Formula One driver to be on the podium at the Mexico GP. Do you know what? This race might not have been the most fun or interesting, but it's all made up for by Checo's dad. He was the highlight of my weekend. You know what? He's bringing the excitement to this podcast. That man... I, w- I wish we could get him on the podcast. <laughs> I don't because <laughs> neither of us can speak Spanish. But uh, <laughs> the energy that he was bringing, incredible. Max looked happier to win in Mexico than he did in the Netherlands. Checo was obviously ecstatic. Checo's son, oh my lord, the cutest little human being ever. Someone on Twitter said that he's been... <laughs> he's, Checo's son has been on the podium more times than Nico Hulkenberg. And I thought, wow, that's a violation. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the podium as well. They brought back the rising podium for the winner. And it, I did find it quite amusing. I did enjoy it. Yeah. And you know what? Let's talk about one big success from this race. And that's Pierre Gasly. Yes. What Incredible. a bloody good drive. Bloody good qualifying. Best of the rest qualifying. Best of the rest in the race. <laughs> but Alpine and Aftari to equal points. I believe Alpine are ahead probably because they have that one win. But, you know, now they're both on 106, I want to say. Because the TV. Because the TV. Did you hear that? <laughs> That's my mum. <laughs> Not an intruder. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, Nicholas Latifi didn't do very well <laughs> in this race. Neither did George. He uh, dropped back the Williams, really didn't have a good time. Kimmy got points. Love that for him. Which was, which was good. Um, Antonio didn't get points, even though he very well could have. Um, Sad boy yeah, hours Ferraris. for the McLaren fans because yeah. Ferrari have officially overtaken them in the constructors, which I sort yeah. of predicted. I've kind of accepted. Ferrari, this second half, this well, throughout the whole season, really, have been consistently been quite strong. When McLaren yeah. are good, they're really good. But when they're struggling, they're really struggling. <laughs> That's it, exactly. I mean, hopefully Brazil should be better for them. But I do think Ferrari might come away with this i'll have to get fortunate i think so i think ferrari's just just faster at this point Mhm. agreed um but yeah that was the race let me see if i can remember the top 10 off let the top me of my head. let me get the finishing results right go on then okay so the top 10 was max verstappen lewis hamilton sergio perez who also got driver of the day which was very lovely. Pierre Gasly, Charles Leclerc, Carlos Sainz, Sebastian Vettel. Good result for Aston Martin. What what number am I up to now? So Seb was seven. Was that seven? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kimi Raikkonen got eighth. I think was it Fernando Alonso got ninth. Yep. And tenth was Lando Norris. Yep. One point. McLaren. (laughs) Oh dear. And the fact that their one point came from the driver that had the engine penalty. Like, Daniel, I know you're the king of late breaking, but uh, (laughs) this time it wasn't it, bro. Please. (laughs) That was the Mexico City GP. What did you think of it? Um, Not my (laughs) favourite. I won't mince my words. It was my least, in terms of the race itself, my least favourite race of the season. I'm happy that Pierre did well. I just, I think it's because my expectations after qualifying were higher that we'd get at least a bit more of a fight and then it got ruined and then there wasn't much racing at all, really. Um, Sorry, Mexico. 
Right, news, news this news. past week. Let's get the energy up. How are we gonna? How are we gonna get the energy up? <laughs> We're not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just quickly looking on. Are you perusing? Are yeah. you surveying? Are you? Uh, are you? glancing upon are you give me a second I'm going to get a thesaurus out are you perceiving are you examining I am are you inspecting are you observing (laughs) are you scrutinising finished go ahead (laughs) Um, F1's extended its contract with the Chinese Grand Prix in a move that will keep the championship visiting China until 2025. But not in 2022. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know much about the Chinese Grand Prix, so I don't really have much of an opinion. It's been a while. (laughs) It's been a while. Um, More news. (laughs) I've also seen that... I, I read somewhere... I can't find it on the F1 site, but I think it's true. I hope it's not a rumour. That Williams are opting not to participate in the Abu Dhabi testing this year. Yes. Yes, I've seen that. Which was a bit of a surprise. Isn't it that you don't use next season's car? Like you have to use a different car or something? I'm quick time googling it. You know what? Williams can do what they want. So Autosport has published how Williams admitted that it will start the 2022 testing on the back foot after electing not to produce a car for next month's post-season test. Do you think it's a money thing? But they've got money. That's the thing. At what point do they get Alex Albon? It says, as part of the annual two-day rookie test, so essentially it is a rookie test. Oh, rookie test. So you'd think it'd be the perfect opportunity for Alex to have a quick run in it. Yeah. Teams will get to run with the new tyres on mule cars that have had their suspension adapted to deal with the larger wheels, but Williams has elected against building a mule car just for the test. So looks set to miss the event completely so what i'm gathering is the test is a chance for the teams to run the new tires for next year the new wheels and williams are opting not to i would assume then i would assume that it's a money thing in terms of getting this car together and that they feel at a point they've got enough data on the new wheels to get by without it you know, you do you, booze, because King TV is going to boss it next season and win the championship. So the um, the head of vehicle performance at Williams has gone on to say that the decision not to build a mule car was made for financial reasons. With Williams not convinced that the benefit of running at the test was worth the expense of creating a bespoke Fair car. Enough. You do you, boo. I'm not overly concerned. Obviously, it's going to put them a bit on the back foot, and they know that, but I don't think it's going to be a drastic setback for them. I think it'll be fine. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. Any other... Any other news? Right. I have been seeing videos all over over Twitter and TikTok of a certain circuit which looks very much oh, yes. incomplete. <laughs> oh. Is this the um is Saudi it the Saudi Arabia, Arabia circuit? Jeddah. They're going to be there relatively soon. I'm sorry if I'm speaking over you but I need to itch my ear so I've taken my headphone out. <laughs> so I can't hear you. <laughs> which you might say to that, won't you just put the headphone in the other ear? And to that I would say that makes 
too much sense. <laughs> um. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> so yeah, crazy to me. Oh, it's insane. You. <sighs> it worries me, and what worries me isn't the safety of the drivers because I think they can get the barriers up and all that in time. I worry for the safety of the spectators. I wonder if they've got any con- um contingent con contingent oh I contingency con- plans in place. Yeah. Um we'd well, think it would either be Well the problem is they'd have to decide relatively early, wouldn't they? Mm-hmm. Cause it's do they do two at Abu Dhabi? God please no. Just end the season early. Do they put another one on at Qatar? Do they see if they can get Sakir ready in time? The outer circuit at Bahrain? It's, it's interesting. To be, be fair, I don't want there to be one less race in the season. No. But I feel like that's probably what's going to happen at this rate. I mean, I trust that everyone knows what they're doing and that they're confident that things will be going ahead. But when you look at the images going around, it is a bit of a concern. (laughs) Into the water. (laughs) (laughs) I do, you know, you'd hope that F1's keeping an eye on it and that if they think that it's not going to get ready in time that they are planning ahead. But also, do I trust F1 to plan ahead in case the circuit doesn't get built in time? I'm not sure I do. <laughs> Any personal news? Not it's, it's getting to that point in the semester where everything's mounting up. You're starting to fall behind on everything. The nights are now getting very dark. <laughs> very tired. Everyone's very tired, as reflected in this podcast. And if you've made it this far, thank you. We have. You know what? Next week will be more exciting. There's a sprint race next week. Yeah. I'm excited for that. And apparently, rain might be on the forecast. Woo! (laughs) I've got personal news. Go on. Wednesday. Potentially, when you're listening to this podcast, God, I will hopefully. I say Rachel's got an F three seat. (laughs) Rachel's got an F three seat. I've skipped everything else. (laughs) They saw me on the F one twenty twenty one game, and they booked me right away. Now I'm going karting, probably. I haven't checked the weather forecast actually. But I am a bit scared. (laughs) Look, you've got to go in with low... I mean, I've not been, so I can't advise you. But go in (laughs) with low expectations. You're not going to be a Lewis Hamilton straight away. Are you saying that you think I'll be bad at it? I'm not saying... Are you saying saying that I won't be a Lewis Hamilton? I think you're going to be midfield, love. I do. (laughs) 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 Um... Look, the first That's two okay. la- the okay. first two laps might be a bit rough, especially because you've never driven a car. But you never know. I've done dodgems before. Exactly, same sort of thing. The adrenaline's going to take over. <laughs> you're going to put your foot on the accelerator, and you're just going to boss it. And you're going to yeah. show all of them lads that women are good drivers. Oh, I'm not sure I should be the benchmark for that. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. Okay. You're you doing it for the girls. If I can get out of it without causing any major damage to any equipment... That would be a win. I'll be happy. And that includes my bones. <laughs> that includes me. I'm going to try my best. Watch it now. It'll rain and they'll say, oh, we've called it off. <laughs> I just want you to do it because I've got a feeling you're going to really enjoy it. I mean, I could be I completely so. wrong. I could be. It could be horrific. To be fair, the prospect does scare me a little bit. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't be saying that. 
Well, if next week it's only Chloe, you know what happened to me. Rachel will be in the either, ER. <laughs> either I got employed by Red Bull or I'm in the hospital. <laughs> Tragic either way, really. <laughs> right. Who's who's qualifying on pole at Brazil? Who's winning the sprint race and who's winning the actual race? Max on pole. Lewis on sprint. Lewis in race. Sounds good. Will Max finish the race? Every time there's been a sprint race so far, Max Verstappen has DNF'd. Is he finishing the race? Third time lucky, Rachel. You know what? I'm going to say he's not finishing. <laughs> Just to be spicy. Oh, God, that could be... Because you know what? This championship is not done. It's really not. not. in the slightest. Anyone that says that it's done, it really... The drivers and the constructors. It's not over till it's over. Although now Valtteri Bottas, I believe, cannot win the drivers' championship. Sad times. What are your predictions? No... I predict that someone that's driving an F1 car will stick it on pole. Solid I believe prediction. a man I believe a man will win the sprint qualifying. And I think that the race will happen in Brazil. Should put some money on that, you should. I should put money on it. I should. You know what, Valtteri pole. Lewis sprint, Lewis race. Nice. Red Bull. I'm not giving Red Bull anything now because I need the Mercedes to bring it back a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so Red Bull, sorry, but every prediction now, you're out. <laughs> <sighs> right, should we wrap it up? Yes. Yes, I think that's probably best. Let's wrap it up. And by wrap it up, I mean wrap our hands around the neck of this episode <laughs> and this race <laughs> and just kill it. <laughs> Get it done. Because next week the energy will be back up. Yeah. Right. Let's do it. Let's have a really energetic finish. <laughs> That's it for this episode of... Energy, Chloe. Energy. <sighs> it's late. Come on. Come on. It's not even nine. It is past nine. It, it has been nine. It's not even ten o'clock yet. Come on. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for this episode of The Rookies. What are we talking about next week? Next week we will be looking at the Brazil GP, which is going to be so good and so exciting. It's going to be brilliant. It's going to be so much fun. We're going to have so much fun! (laughs) Um, If you want to keep up to date with the podcast... Energy! (laughs) Then you you need to go into... Uh, motivational talks you do just stand in the corner oh, I'm, not, I'm screaming. not sure if motivational talks I think it might be army official <laughs> <laughs> um, make sure to follow us on our socials at the rookies f1 podcast on instagram and at the rookies f1 on twitter and youtube and make sure to tune in next week and have a simply, simply lovely, lovely <laughs> day <laughs> Bye. Your poor See mother. you in <laughs> Brazil. Ah, she's fine. It's my sister you should worry about. I think she's <laughs> taking a nap. Bye. Adios, amigos. See you in Brasilia. Brazil. Brazil is a city. I don't know. Bye. <laughs>